0: and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Dumbay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself.
3: Mm. hmm that's it mma bk bkb bkb oh mma oh that's right uh yeah so i guess we're we're here to talk about mma i guess most of the viewers are tuning in right now to this ufc vegas 32 Corey sanhagen versus tj dillashaw live preview show thank you everyone for tuning in this is the uh oh you can see my face now this is i Alexander Kaylee. Normally, we have uh, Mike here on host duties, but he is on site in Tampa at BKFC19. He's bringing you that white-hot coverage all week, so you have to settle with me as your host, but luckily, I am joined by the expert of experts, the computer, Jose Youngs. What computer? Why? You, your memory is immaculate. Uh, okay. I'll take it. Oh, also, you are an emotionless... Husk is else what I was getting at, but more so the memory thing.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good assessment.
3: <laughs> and of course, producer extraordinaire EKC Lydon. I am a robot. What a nice shirt! I'm a professional.
2: I dress <laughs> up for preview shows. Wow! Well,
3: oh, I love I love the energy of this show already. Uh, guys, we have it's MMA. You know re- what it stands for? I
2: don't know. What I'm does asking, it stand for? I, I'm, I'm asking. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. that's I, hear me, I hear people say it a lot. I
3: just, yeah, I
2: just, you
3: know. I, I, want to s- I hope people are tuning in because we're finally going to answer what MMA stands for after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe nothing. I think it's like KFC. You know, KFC obviously used to stand mm-hmm. for Kentucky Fried Chicken, but legally KFC is just KFC now. Like if it's the yeah. copyright is just KFC. Anyway, it's a whole branding thing, but obviously, yeah, you know. Yeah. So MMA, we're here to talk about it. We have what I think is a good card. Most Most people in the media, we seem to be kind of, Excited about this card from what I'm seeing, so I don't know if we need to sell it to a, to a broader audience. But that is the not main event- our job. Has grown. <laughs> no, we're not of course selling. No, of course that not. the UFC. We're not PR. Job. Stop doing the UFC's job, AK. We are not PR here to talk about UFC uh, Vegas 32, which you can purchase on uh, ESPN. <laughs> if you're not an ESPN Plus subscriber, make sure to subscribe to ESPN Plus. You how get all these it, cards. How much is other- it per month? I don't know in U.S. dollars because oh, it's like it's like only, almost like thirty. You know, only it's like thirty dollars buy- Canadian. Thirty dollars a month. What? Hold you on, paying? Got, wh- You're paying Casey, thirty dollars a month. But Casey, you you we got to work on our. Wait, hold on. We got to work on our script here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. What? How much? How much is it? Just one easy payment of five dollars a month. Bye. What are you kidding? Five dollars a month? Oh, I'll okay. I'll call right away. Uh, I, how do we, I don't know. No, I, we don't even have ESPN Plus in Canada. That's actually the joke. We uh, we uh, we, uh, we. You guys don't. For, you guys don't even know how to spell sports center. <laughs> All right, listen. I can't. <laughs> That's true. It is con- it is confusing for people. Uh, let's talk about the card, guys. Okay. Uh, one thing that doesn't need sign The card is of course the main event: two division bantamweight, uh, two division. Oh man, Ooh, I'm on fire. Close today. One. Oh, two-time UFC bantamweight champion T.J. Dillashaw returns from a oh, uh, that was the-
1: <laughs> from a two-year that was suspension time, <laughs>
3: for uh, after testing positive for EPO. Uh, I'm sure if anyone doesn't know about it, UFC has done a fine documentary on Fight Pass documenting his struggle to come back from this uh, this two-year suspension. Uh, but he fights Corey Sandhagen, number three in the MMA fighting global rankings, number three ranked bantamweight. So huge, huge, huge main event on Saturday. Great fight, style-wise, a fight that uh, Corey Sandhagen has wanted for a while. Uh, Jose, I'm just going to ask you, man, what's how excited are you for this particular matchup?
4: This is a, this is a 10 out of 10 main event. This is. The every definition of a ten out of ten main event for a card on ESPN. I wish you the only da- like I the only thing I would say is like I wish maybe this was an ABC card because then it could hit a broader audience. But like this is a ten out of ten main event, and if this was like a between the links show or whatever, and we're gonna like oh what's the best fight of the co- of the week? And of course the answer would be Corey Sandhagen versus Teal Dill- Dillashaw. Would that be the qu- the answer that the judges and everyone would look for? Probably not, which means it is the best. Uh, fight card fight of this entire week bare knuckle ufc any other local fights in the in the area this is a 10 out of 10 main event against arguably the two best bantamweights in the world and we've been talking about bantamweights being being the best division and the most stacked division for so long and that's true like the 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 champion right now Aljamain sterling a lot of people think he's not the best bantamweight in the world a lot of people don't think Piotr Jan is the best bantamweight in the world? Who was the guy that quote that quote unquote algermain beat? Yes, there was the DQ loss, but for all we know, Corey Sannegan and T.J. Dillashaw are the two best 135ers in the world. They just don't have belts, so this is a this is an eleven out of ten main event. I am so excited for this card. I wouldn't care if this was the only fight on the card. This fight is every definition of a high level martial arts competition against two of the top 1%. Now I say top 1%, I'm not talking about top 1% of Bantamweights in the world. Top 1% of fighters in any weight class. TJ and Corey Saneke could very well be top 15, pound for pound. I'm very excited. 11 out of 10 in my mind.
3: Uh, you know, it's funny. You bring up, of course, the, cha- the UFC <laughs> champion, Aljamain Sterling, and uh, some people who think the would-be champion, uh, Peter mm-hmm. Young, the former champion. Uh, TJ Dillashaw, when he was on the Food Truck Di- Diaries earlier this week, or I should say maybe this past weekend, talking to uh, Brendan Schaub, says something to the effect of, I feel like Corey and myself have, uh, have a stronger claim. To the uh, bantamweight title than Aljamain or you know whoever wins on Saturday than Aljamain or Piotr Jan so guys like you know I mentioned our global rankings we have our own rankings now uh, Jose let me go back to you quick in case to come to you Jose what do you think your you know your rankings ballot will look like uh, if Corey let's say no, let's say Correia Sanding smokes Tijerdelecha or the other way around does one of them jump ahead of either man in your your personal rankings either Piotr Jan or Aljamain Sterling
4: Corey Sanhagen won't just because Aljamain Sterling submitted him in what, like Mm -hmm. a minute? So I think that's the only knock against him. But like that was so long ago and he's been like, especially if he smokes TJ, that would be three. Like that would be Marlon, who many people consider to be still one of the best 135s in the world. Frankie Edgar, future Hall of Famer. And one of, if not the knockouts of the entire year of 2021. Uh, What also like less than a minute. The only thing he has against him is Aljamain Sterling just kind of tore through him. Uh, but if TJ goes out there and smokes uh Corey Sandhagen maybe two maybe second overall I still yeah. kind of in my mind I still put whoever has the belt number one like I know the UFC puts the C next to them but in my I know we don't do that but in my mind I still just default put them number one and then TJ would be number two and Peter Young would be number three uh but if we're just going talent wise if TJ goes out there and smokes Corey and i still think he's the most talented 135er in the ufc
3: and and could san hagen jump you on in your rankings as well and vice versa if, if san hagen wins does he jump you on
4: uh that's tough too because he was what like a round and a half away from beating Alger Sterling. like he was looked like kind it kind of dot he was it looked it looked it appeared he was on his way to a victory for the dq so uh, he looked really good against the guy that submitted Corey Sanhagen in a minute. So I think, again, I think Corey would probably sit at number three, if he, no matter if he wins. if he wins, And I think TJ would probably be number two in my life. But it depends on how he wins, first of all.
3: Uh, bachelor, number two, same question to you. Uh, what happens to your rankings if uh, TJ or Sanhagen has a really emphatic victory on Saturday? Do they jump? Oh, I, I'm not sure what your Jan Sterling 1-2 looks like, but do they jump into that top two, either guy?
2: Um. No, no. Uh, Jan, uh, my my personal ballot, Jan still says number one. No okay. Matter what? Um, Jermaine will remain at number two because he does have the victory over Corey Sanhagen. Yep. If they actually rematch, um, depend if uh, a lot of ifs here. If Corey mm-hmm. beats TJ, I do believe Corey is actually overall a better fighter than Jermaine Sterling. But Jermaine Sterling does have the win, and it's a semi recent victory um but um i think uh what um the genius ryan Hall said a couple weeks ago at his um media scrum before his fight the uh mma is such a volatile game and at the, at the highest level <clears throat> judging um kind of one um one fight who's better is very tough in the sport like 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 for example like uh the phoenix suns they won the first two games and lost four straight I see a lot of that with Corey Sanhagen and Algermane Sterling. I think if they fought seven times, I believe Corey will be the overall better fighter. But Aljamain won that fight, and that's all we have to go on. So I would still have Aljamain ranked at number two. Now, the big question to me is where do we, if, if TJ, right now we have TJ unranked. And that's really based on um, just on our criteria, because if you don't find 18 months, you're, automa- you're, not, you're automatically unranked.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If TJ loses, where do we rank him say he loses a close five round fight yeah where do you rank him because obviously you can't you can't keep him unranked but yeah Uh, i I don't know actually i have to we have to watch the fight and i don't know it's gonna just rankings it's all subjective you know so it's just a course. rankings gonna be the rankings are gonna
3: be fun after this fight (laughs) basically uh as as they always are uh fun (laughs) and 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 contentious Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, I mean, I I think he has to be like if he loses a close competitive fight, I, I can't imagine him not making my top ten. Um, yeah, I haven't I I probably I haven't really thought about I'd it. Put him uh, at, I'd put victory. him
4: at, I would put him at
3: four. Okay, even if he loses, loses a good yeah, yeah. A
4: highly competitive. I would, fight. I would argue that four. Too. I mean, like just one above Rob Font. Like Rob Font is incredible, but mm-hmm. like. Again, we just like you just said it. Like if Corey Sandhagen could be the best bantamweight in the world, he just had an off night that night. So who he's losing to number one at like best and at worst he's losing to three. So he's losing to someone in the top three. So I just stick him at four, especially if it's a highly competitive fight.
3: Yeah, I mean just for the sake of context, I'll tell people what our uh, you can find our rankings of course on Mayfighting.com. There's a nice little tab at the top which links to all our rankings articles. Uh, Right now, what it looks like is we have tied at number one. Aljamain Al- Sterling and Piotr Jan. Four first-place votes for Aljamain. Four first-place votes for Piotr Jan. And then Corey Sanhagen at three. Rob Font at four. And then Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz, Moraes. So as, as you said, Jose, I think we would all comfortably rank uh, Dillashaw ahead of Aldo, Munoz, Moraes. And then Rob Font might be the one people disagree on. So yeah, I, I, yeah. he probably comes in top five easily, um, regardless. Uh, regardless Unless he looks, for some reason, absolutely atrocious on uh, on Saturday. But yeah, no, his know, body what, of work is so strong.
2: And one if Corey smokes TJ Dillashaw? Mm-hmm, where do mm-hmm. we put him then? I mean, Corey five, smoked um, Frank Yeager, but we still have Frank Yeager top 10. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a lot of debate.
4: To me, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's a, a, in a good uh, way. It's a great division. Yeah, it's, it's a great fun. division. If TJ loses the lowest in my, cause I don't, I don't vote on our rankings. I'd stick him at five rather than three. Like he'd be below Fon or above Fon. That's pretty much what he's fighting for in my book. I still think he's a top five bantamweight. weight.
3: Jose, you mentioned just how amazing this fight is. Uh, it's again, probably one of the best fights this year, certainly one of the best on a, on a free card. Um, reputations is such a big part of it. We already just talked about the, the sort of the ranking reputations. And, of course, there's this whole storyline with TJ Dillashaw coming back and the UFC kind of wanting to, you know, seemingly wanting to help out with this uh, this reputation rehabilitation that he's currently going under. Uh, he's, done, he's made the rounds. He's done a lot of interviews. His whole theme is kind of like, I wanted to get ahead of everything. That's been his idea since... The drug test was announced uh, to, uh, two Aprils ago. Um, so do you think that he's done enough to move on? Do you, and, and definitely, do you think a win for the most part, other than people who are always going to bring it up, do you think the broader, you know, MMA scene is kind of like, okay, whatever he won, clearly he can fight without whatever he was on before. It's And it becomes a backstory
4: uh maybe that's subjective too uh in my mind i think he's handled it well as best as you can like as you said Mm. he's gone in front of it he's been incredibly transparent like he wanted an advantage he admitted it he's like he he was he's not pretending that he didn't take a banned substance to take an advantage uh the only comparison i can think of is do you remember jason jambi i think he was the 2002 al mvp for the oakland a's he tested positive for Ben Sumters, and he came out and was like, yeah, I took it because I wanted to be better at baseball. Andy Pettit did the same thing, I think, with HGH when he was on the Yankees or the Astros. I can't remember which team he was on testing positive. And the MLB commissioner at the time, Bud Sealeg, like, actually was commendable with them and gave them like lesser sentences and everything because of the way they handled it. And then you see guys like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and everyone who are so adamant and like they push back so much and they argue, even though all the... Evidence is there, and they're still kind of on the outskirts of baseball while Jason Giambi and Andy Pettit had a lo- had continued to play even after. Uh, and it wasn't nearly brought up as much. Like, yes, it's still there. Yes, there's still questions, but the fact that they were so transparent with what they were, what they were doing, I think uh, helped at least in the minds of some fans. But again, it's all subjective. I'm not going to try to argue with uh, fight fans because that's silly. Uh, but in my mind, I think he's handling it as, as best he can. Uh, and as and being as transparent as possible. especially yeah. And like, and like, who's been the most like outspoken critic in terms of like fighters is Ben Michael Bisbee. Remember, he's like, he has nothing positive to say about anyone who has t- tested positive mm-hmm. for anything. Even if it's like a uh, tainted supplement, like y'all Romero, he still brings it up to y'all Romero. Michael Bisping on his own podcast had nothing but positive things to say about T.J. Dillashaw because of how he's handling. So if you can sway Michael Bisping in saying something positive after after testing positive, you're clearly doing something right in how you're handling it.
3: Yeah, yeah, you mentioned baseball. I think I think Alex Rodriguez was another good case. Uh I think he fought it at first or I don't remember, but I wasn't later, trying
4: to I wasn't trying to bring him up, but
3: I well I remember ESPN la- later they wrote this kind of gushing piece about how he was like putting his it, it, and I thought about it immediately when I saw the TJ the UFC Fight Pass like documentary. I was like this reminds me <sighs> so much of like ESPN like how they they kind of again we're like, "Oh, Alex Rodriguez is, is trying to turn his like you know? oh, oh.
4: I, I think they just wanted I think they wanted I think they wanted <laughs> Alex Rodriguez to be part of the broadcast team."
3: Yeah, well, and he was? later right
4: i think he did baseball tonight he was very yeah. good but i think they really wanted him so they were trying to like clean his image up a bit but that's, that's uh so, to real, real quick
2: I, I go ahead quick yeah, review please. on the tj dillashaw history now we said uh tj openly admitted he took epo um for the flyweight fight correct against Hudo, yeah. yeah and he, he says he took that because he wasn't going to make weight correct? Was it, or is it strictly like, I'm just going to punch harder? Or, 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 was it, or was it very focused on, I wasn't going to make the weight, that's why I had no, to take it? I don't
4: think it was the weight. I think it was that he couldn't train. Like, he was so drained. Like, I don't think, I think it's, making I, weight I, I was fine. it, kind of goes hand
2: in hand because he's still so yeah, drained like, from training. Yeah,
4: either, either he was going to make weight and he wasn't gonna be able to train or he was going to train and not make weight. So, I think he was trying to do both uh, at optimal. At, uh, he was trying to optimize his weight cut while not slowing down the training.
2: I like TG Dillashaw so much as a fighter, um, just, just mm-hmm. purely just fighting. But man, I, I mean, I'm just kind of going back in time, and when that whole go, I'm gonna go to 25. And I remember I was going, no, 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 you've <laughs> never even competed at 25, even when you were like younger. And I just thought, I just thought it was the stupidest thing for the UFC to do, and clearly it was, and it you know cost them millions of dollars and in his legacy a lot, but uh, but. Did they? T- I, I think I saw a lot of tweets about this. I wasn't really sure because um, I wasn't at the media day. Did they test um, T.J.'s old samples
3: for EPO? Yes. And so that's what right? he says. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what he well, said.
4: We're, we're taking that off of T.J.'s it's word. It's only like, coming from T.J. Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. He said they tested as far back as the uh, a Sunsal rematch. His second fight was a Sunsal. That's that's according to him. Um, okay. I did. I sent a message. I did try to contact uh, sort of send a message to Usada. They they have mentioned in the past they do not publicly comment on how far like if they are they say they do do it they certainly do test old samples but they but they won't use they won't usually won't respond to media inquiries about exactly how far back so as so yeah. we're going on that we are taking we are taking dealer shaw's word
2: so we're taking the word from a cheater
3: mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of the way that's kind of the way to look at it and i don't I'm,
2: I'm, i mean i don't I am mean, being negative about <laughs> well, that no, no 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 i mean and the most I, I thought i was but the, it, it, look, it's not coming from you, Sada, it, it is coming from tj sure. I, I just want to sure. lay that out okay yes cool.
3: yes look the, the most cynical the sure. most cynical way to look at it is you you get suspended you uh i believe have to take i also off believe and,
4: jeff i think jeff novitski also commented on it too and yes. said i don't know i don't think he was as exact but he said they went back and tested they go back too. yeah yeah
3: they, they said they can do it they can they have the they have the capacity to do it and they, they will do it so it's a certainly believable a believable thing for for tj to say but he's off for two years steps right back into a high profile main event possibly a number one contenders bout so uh look we're not here to tell you guys what to think but I mean, there's like I said, I, the the dynamics around his comeback are certainly more than just as I'm sure they'll say on the. I I, I just can't wait to see how they dance around it on the broadcast. You know, it's kind of like ah yes, the, the returning champion <laughs> returning to the division to the From division. A he a never year, where he two ne-
4: just uh, <laughs> two just looking because looking at the USADA uh, site, I just punched it in. Uh, Tj's been tested 11 times. Okay, um, after his suspension in just 20, no, just 2021. Like this year, like the last seven months.
2: Okay, so he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get popped while he was under suspension, basically. correct. Part. Okay, so good,
3: cool. <laughs> uh, guys, let's let's get to the pick. Let's get again. This is this, is, as I said, there's so much talk about this fight, and it's I think it would just be so fascinating to watch. But let's just say, let's let's break it down. Who who is going to win the dang fight? Pardon my language, Casey. Who's going to win? How do they do it?
2: Corey Sanhagen, Younger, better, um, uh, fresher. Uh just um he's been in the ring more and been in the cage more. And uh yeah, uh, I TG Jellishaw is 35. He looks like it. he kind of looks like an age 35. He doesn't he's not he's not a young 35. He doesn't from just looking at some of his photos. But um I think Sanhagen is the second best bantam weight in the world behind Peter Yan. and um, it's gonna show uh the Saturday night and uh, I think it's going to be a dominant decision victory
3: Jose Jose go ahead what do you think
4: I'm going to pick Sanhagen too don't know how it's going to mm-hmm. happen but I also I base a lot of my picks off of uh strength of schedule and I think TJ's two wins over Cody Garbrandt have not aged as well uh yeah and they both have the the the, the wins over Lineker and Sansalf if I remember correctly mm-hmm. the win over Lineker for TJ to me, is still one of the absolute. Like, if we talk about perfect games. That was a perfect game all around. Uh, I just think beating Frankie Marlin uh, are a little more impressive, especially in the last 12 months. Because when did he fight Algernon? Last June, July? So at least 13, 12 months ago, we fought Algernon Sterling. Like Casey said, activity, uh, younger, faster, taller. I just think I'm picking Corey, but it's it's like 51-49, Corey hanging for me.
3: I'm always the last to get off of a, a train uh, or a bandwagon, whatever you want to call it, in MMA. So I'm sticking with Dillashaw. I think I, I just think I'm not saying he has the best resume at 135 pounds, no, but in my right. eyes, he's he's still the best. I think he's the best 135er I've ever seen. Um, so I'm I'm going in that direction. Two years is a very long time in MMA. you two years away from the game. Again, with the, with the new names that have come up, like I, I could be totally just crazy here. And Sanhagen is light years ahead of him. You know, in the two years that he's he's been gone. Um, but I, I think I have to see it. I think I have to see it before I'm willing to go. You know, to just say like Hagen's definitely you know the best guy uh, alongside Piotr Jan and Azarmane Sterling. So yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm going. I'm going uh, Dillashaw, and I'll say Dillashaw by decision. What did you guys think for Sanhagen? You think he's going to finish? I, I don't th- know. I think it'll be a a forty nine uh four was it forty six? Yeah, forty nine four. Yeah, I think it'll be like, I think
2: it'll be re- relatively uh, dominant, but competitive victory for San Hagen.
4: TJ historically does very well in later rounds. Yeah. Uh, so, I if it's a dominant decision, it'll be very interesting to see. I think he's the only mm-hmm. fighter in UC history to have two fi- fifth round stoppage wins. I'm no, not quite. I don't up, know, up. but he, very he has later, to be yeah. way up. I believe right. that. Yeah, so, I'll believe that. Uh, he had, and, and and then even Burrell, he finished in the fourth round, too. So I think he finished Burrell in the fifth round, the fourth round. and Then I think he finished Joe Soto in the fifth round. So, like, three straight fights that ended in the quote-unquote championship rounds. Yeah. But those, and San Higgins never fought in the championship round. So if it is a dominant mm-hmm. five-round decision, like, uh, like, we've not had that opportunity to see Corey yeah. do that. So it will be interesting. But, and
2: those victories for TJ, those late-round finishes, though, he was dominant in those whole fights. It wasn't like he was yeah. lost the first two rounds and so...
4: Joe What's Soto like, fight was also on like 24 hours notice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh fight uh, rules this yes, fight rules it is a fantastic fight night main event. That's, and a, that's, that's I don't want to hear
4: area. I don't want to see any fans arguing that there's a better fight this week. There's not.
3: Blueface Pardon. and uh uh yeah, new, I knew you main, I knew some, I knew new I knew man? one of
4: you I knew one New of main? you two were going to bring up bad bare knuckle. You knuckle mentioned, history, had to mention. It's just not. It's just not no, nothing on New bare main. knuckle. Nothing like I'm fine. Like the bare knuckle <laughs> boxing is great. I think it's awesome. It's fun to watch. But if you're looking at the main card of the UFC, I'm, I'm, every I'm single fight. fight on the main card is better than every single fight in the bare knuckle 19 card. Mm.
3: Well, listen. Ooh. Like I said, we're, in terms we're of high level martial that, arts, a blue you know, hold on. Face. Yeah, tell them, <laughs> Casey. Listen, listen. Like I said, like I said earlier, guys. We're not here to do PR for anyone. Uh, BKFC 19 tonight, eight o'clock. You can order on our, go to any uh, uh, any article on our website. You can order through that link. We're not here to do PR for anyone. Let's talk about, uh, yeah, like you said, one last RS- one last
4: thing on this. Oh, I w- go ahead. Depending on how this fight plays out, it will be a interesting because someone asked me this yesterday if this was better than next week's main event, the Bellator main event, and it is. I don't know. Is great. Both of them are from ten out of ten. Both of them are eleven out of ten. I think the only thing Bellator has over this is as for a title, and it's the end of a tournament.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and it's gonna be undefe- in front of a crowd. Unde- and
2: I think, and and, I, think I think it really sucks it. that this fight isn't in front of a crowd. But um, yeah, safety yeah. first. Safety first. But um, sure.
3: oh yeah, sure. Yes.
0: The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May seventeenth live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov, and Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the US, and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prof G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Uh, all right, guys, let's talk about some other fights in this card. Uh, we, I mean, normally we would immediately jump to the co-main event here, but we yeah. kind of just got a co-main event by default. A very good fight. Uh, the originally scheduled bantamweight co-main event between Aspen Ladd and Macy Chiesa was unfortunately cancelled due to, uh, as the UFC reported vaguely, an injury. We have uh, we had sources that could confirm, yes, that could confirm that it was uh, a that that withdrew. So we don't know the nature of uh, of the withdrawal exactly, but an injury. Chiasin withdrew. So you yeah, you guys can we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more from, about that um, in the future. But either way, that fight is not happening. We don't know if it'll be rebooked. Bumped up into the co-headlining position is another bantamweight fight between Kyler Phillips and Holly and Paiva. So I think a very good fight, but again, it's always kind of a weird situation when it's, I don't even know if you would actually call it a co-main event. It's kind of just now the second, the you know, the penultimate fight of the night. Um, <laughs> you don't have to change
4: the channel between the prelims and the main card. So everything's just on ESPN. It's just one sure, long
3: card. Pretty much. Yeah. With only one. So so uh, I'll ask you that. first off. I mean, do you, if you have any thoughts on the Phillips Piva main event. Otherwise, what other card uh, fight on the main card? Casey, I'll go to you first. What other fight on the main card are you most interested in, and do you feel like could have been could have been the co-main?
2: My pe- my personal people's main event is Barber versus Maverick. Um, mm. I think I love that. Fight. I mean, I I'm super first off. I'm super bum lad and she, uh, how do you say her last name? Jason.
4: Jason. Jason. Yeah.
2: I'm bummed that that didn't happen. Um, Ladd is coming from that big um, her ACL surgery. So I was really excited for her to come back. And then now I'm seeing all this little drama online. Uh, apparently Aspen and Aspen Ladd's family are kind of accusing Macy of faking an injury. And uh, that's uh, whatever that trash. So that's kind of a bummer. But um, I hope that I hope that's uh, like a, oh, I got a little cut. I'm, I'm, we can fight in a couple of weeks. I hope that's the, that's the story. because I really want to see Aspen Ladd fight. I think she is a truly a top contender at bantamweight and who's only getting better and who knows how good macy is too but um but for me macy uh i'm sorry she ate is there's two macy's on this card macy. Is it- there are two this is,
3: a du- this is a double macy card yeah okay i was like i thought i made that up um <laughs> she is on yeah I was like, oh, it was, it's like cool. it was to be i'm sorry it was, it was i shouldn't macy. say i'm sorry i was too soon sorry guys it it's was to be a double
2: macy card I yeah but uh the barber maverick fight is fight i'm really looking forward to because um We'll see where Barbara is. Um, the UFC really pushed her. She pushed herself. Um, she she went out there and said all the things that the most confident fighter would say, almost ridiculous things, saying, I'm next John Jones. I'm going to beat John Jones' um, youngest um, youngest uh, fighter to win a t- UFC title. Didn't happen. She's on a two-fight losing streak. And now she's arguably facing a better fighter than her last two opponents that beat her already with Miranda Maverick, who's only getting better and... They're about the same age. Um, they have the same experience levels and despite uh, rules. And,
3: and, and Maverick is one of those people, not just an amazing prospect at 125, but like her story, it just gets more interesting every time you read about her. She's like one of those world's mo- most interesting women type yes. or woman type woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also getting her, I think she's still, still pursuing her PhD as she yeah. is uh, serving as a fighter, which is just amazing. And she's only 20, 24 years old. Yeah. I mean, she, she's, she's just, just a, a few months r- older than Barbara, actually. Yeah, this is insane. This is the rare car where she's and, not and, the and the only
2: difference re- really between Barber and Maverick is that they both have two losses, but Maverick was fortunate enough to have her losses outside of the UFC, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like there, was, there wasn't like a lot of eyes on her, so yep. she could lose it and you know kind of go okay, just you know brush yourself off and get better. As far but Barber, when she lost those fights, you know it came of it came with a lot of ridicule afterward and stuff, and a lot of it was unfair, you know, but. But she did talk a big game, and if you talk a big game, you gotta have to, you know, eat it, eat crow sometimes.
3: Sure, so. sure. Uh, and and I think she's done a decent job of that. Uh, again, she's young. She's definitely had some missteps, some some public missteps. Uh, you know, as far as far as uh, uh emotionally wise, yeah. yeah, promoting yourself, and that's fine. Again, she was she again you said we, she came in at twenty one, twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. So who among us, Casey? Who among us? I would love to see some uh, some old footage of a, a twenty one, twenty two year old. Uh, <laughs> Young Casey, young Casey Lyon full of piss and vinegar uh, <laughs> doing getting it done. Uh, uh, Jose, so what is the other fight on the main card that you are looking forward to the most?
4: Uh, uh, the Coleman event with the Kyler Phillips-Pavea fight, I think that's going to be a showcase fight for Kyler Phillips. From everything I've heard, because he's an Arizona uh, uh, resident, he trains here, uh, from everything I've heard, him and Casey Kenny and Sean O'Malley and like that, that group of bandwets coming up, they all kind of came up together. Uh, I, I I had always heard a lot about Casey Kenny. Uh, I didn't hear a lot about Kyler Phillips on the, the... like. I always saw him fight, but he was never one that was at like the, the tip of everyone's tongue and then sugar Sean O'Malley I, I then just kind of burst onto the scene with that uh, Dana White contender series performance. But from everything I've heard from people that have rolled with all these guys is that Kyler is probably the best grappler on the ground. Like, Casey Kennedy is the strongest. Uh, Sean O'Malley is the, the, the longest and lankiest. But if they all, if this was a straight jiu-jitsu tournament, I think a lot of people would pick Kyler Phillips to win. So i uh, from... It, also, and I've never heard this from him or anyone else in the camp. It's always just been people that have watched that Kyle Phillips can pretty much do whatever he wants against Sean O'Malley. I'm not saying he can do that now in 2020, uh, but this is just what I've heard from this scene. So I'm, I think that'll be a, sh- a showcase fight. And then there are a lot of, there are two really good ba- uh, middleweight fights on the prelims. Like Puno Soriano is an undefeated mm-hmm. prospect yeah. what back-to-back knockouts in his first two wins. Brendan Allen is an incredibly high-level grappler. At 185, I know Sean Strickland jokes that he won by, he took the coward's way at Won by ankle lock, at UFC 261. <laughs> but that's absurd. What and before before his loss, Sean Strickland, uh, what was he like? Four, five wins in a row, and like they were a bunch of them were stoppage wins in the UFC. He is a future. I don't want to say he's a future champion, but he is very clearly both of these individuals. I think future top fifteen, top ten middleweights in the world and i very much want to see brown allen rematch sean strickland at some point in the future because they just keep talking all that greasiness and then ian heinish whose last loss was what to kelvin gastelum and before that they were to amari Akhmedov and derek brunson who were both top 10 middleweights at, at some point if not still in the U- i know amari akhmanov just got cut but uh when they fought they were clearly top 15 top 10 middleweights in the world so uh, two exceptional middleweight fights to end the quote-unquote prelim cards, as I like to call it, just the halfway mark. Because you don't have to change the channel. The only difference is Bruce Buffer makes an introduction for the main, for the for the quote-unquote main card. So, hmm. two incredibly high-level middleweight fights. Uh, and then a, there's a, I'm sure you guys are going to want to talk about the Randy Costa Adrian Yanos fight. So oh, I didn't yeah, want to take that, but that. Uh, there's a ton oh, of I mean, good. This this fight card yeah. is. It's a really quote-unquote die-hard MMA fans' dream. Awesome, awesome card.
2: This card yeah, is and is everything. Next week's fight night card is not. Oh goodness! <laughs> I, I hope.
3: I, I, I hope. I'm glad Michaely back. I think to host the preview show for that one because <laughs> that's going to be a bit of a grind to get through. Uh, with respect, of course, to all the fighters competing oh, on there, next Saturday's there's an, card. There's
2: another card that night too, so we're good
3: yeah uh so brendan allen uh jose i just wanted to add technically technically is at actually still four straight wins in yeah. middleweight his fight was a was, 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 was a, a, was a scheduled right? yeah and a scheduled yeah. one not one where a guy missed weight right yeah, it was yeah a scheduled that's weight about so if you want to say so he is tied with uh derrick brunson and i think uriah hall for the second longest streak uh middleweight streak behind uh adesanya at Ooh. 10 so so uh hat tip by the way, of course to michael carroll for the the great statistician i saw him oh and much. Um, one
2: words. last thing uh Uh, on this cartoon, which I think has a lot of significance, mostly for her, (laughs) but um, Sarge Eubanks, I'm sorry, uh, Sajara Eubanks is uh, fighting. Mm -hmm. She is currently six and six. If she loses the fight to a a, a UFC debutante, she'll be under 500. And this is for a woman that was going, was scheduled to be in the main event (laughs) in a flyweight fight in Madison Square Garden at one point. (laughs) And uh, now now she's... She could go on your five hundred. She'll be on a three fight losing streak. Three fight losing streak. No, she's thirty six years old. If she loses, yeah. if she loses this fight. Um, depending how the UFC sees her, you know, it could be you know her last fight in the UFC. So it's, yes. it's a lot of, and she had a lot of potential. I I mean, like, even her yep. like her losses, like she doesn't get blown out, but she just kind of yep. loses, and she can't make, and she seems like to be a flyweight, but can't make that weight. So she's a small bantamweight. And yeah, here we are.
4: She's just she's at that point where she's only lost to like the top seven mm-hmm. at weight or flyweight. So it's like, well, it's hard, a- I don't I don't want to say it's hard to justify, but like, if you're under five hundred and you can't crack that top five, like it might be rough. To, yeah. to, also, so, didn't she did, the wasn't thing, though, there like a lot of right? drama on her social media a couple months ago? I don't know what happened with that. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, her, yeah, I don't
4: know. I just remember her Inconclusive. Her, her
2: partner her right. um her partner um. It was. It got ugly. There were there were yeah. a lot of. I think maybe some custody type stuff. Yes. For yeah. their child. So. Uh, uh,
3: claims of domestic violence. No charges yeah. were filed, but yes, claims of domestic violence. So that should be noted. Absolutely. Um, so the thing about uh, Sarge, though, just talking back to her fight on Saturday is, I, I didn't know. I, I totally forgot. She's dropping back down to 125, uh, yep. which had been a big problem for her in the past. But she hit 125 on the dot. She proudly just tweeted uh, championship weight. So you know, well done there uh she's number 12 going into this she was number 12 in our rankings at 135 and now she's returning to flyweight where she almost let's not forget also almost fought for the inaugural uh <laughs> ufc flyweight title except she unfortunately missed weight for that opportunity and uh that is how we ended up with, with uh nico montano going on to win the i don't think um, she missed um, weight didn't
4: she just there. she just she pulled out right she, she, didn't, even up, the, it was, she didn't even it, take it, the scale it,
3: it was weight yeah, it was way well, pretty clearly. To yeah, she wasn't gonna make it. She had problems making weight in the show. I mean there was a whole episode of the show dedicated really, really struggling to make weight, so mm-hmm. um so so yeah that was an issue but now she made 125 as you said she's a bit up there in age but yeah has always been a tough out was top 15 ranked at 135 for us does hold a win over uh lauren murphy, current, lauren murphy number one this is a roxanne long time L- ago she, her, sure. she, has over, like, she
4: has two wins over like she has a win over lauren murphy and roxanne Modify mm-hmm. and julia avila julia who Avila, like, who we're, <laughs> really good we're, we're, we're
3: always hyping up and we're always hyping up julia avila yeah. and and she lost to Sajara Eubanks. So, yeah, big, big make or break fight. A lot of hype around Elise Reed, uh, but she is a straw weight. She's stepping in on less than a month's notice. She's fought as low as Adam Weight as well. So, mm-hmm. there will be a big, big, big size disadvantage going yeah. to this one. Um, she certainly has a chance, but it does, you know, the odds are, you know, you would think that this would be Sajara Eubanks' fight to lose. But a, a lot of hype around Elise Reed, just maybe when she drops back down to 115. So, yeah, that's definitely one to watch. Uh, damn, guys, I think we've kind of gone up and down the card. Uh, so we can probably take some questions. Casey, I had to read one comment from before. It's coming from one of the funniest names I've seen. Uh, well, the comment is all caps. Uh, Don't hate on Kyler Phillips. Tacoma main now. Too bad, suckas. I think the suckas is us. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyler Phillips is sharp. P- 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 five P's sharp on the feet. Watch him piece up everyone. And this comment He's came. From a, this comment came from someone named <laughs> Casey. You're going to love this. Mixed partial farts. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed, partial farts. <laughs> you let's get sir, good
2: fighter. You sir, Mister. F- I hope you're still watching. <laughs> let's, to the, let's go All to the right. questions, please.
3: Let's get to like make three, three questions. <laughs>
2: um, this is in reference we were talking about oh, uh, earlier about um, people basically owning up to uh, PDS.
3: Hmm yes i wanted to yes i saw this from to man 91 earlier uh ortega is not really ever praised for admitting being on steroids after he got caught i'll start this off by saying he might not be praised for it it also never gets brought up so that is the kind of reward for however uh, I, I actually don't remember how he handled yeah. it exactly it's uh because it yeah, was his ahead. first it
4: was his first ever ufc fight and it was oh, okay. so that was seven eight years ago and he, which he got, won he, which he won he won the fight yeah, by we're in like a yeah. minute, a minute or, a minute yeah. or 90 seconds yeah, over. Yeah. I can't it's even remember. Up. Like Mike, Mike Delatori maybe?
3: Yeah, can't quite, the, yeah, yeah.
4: But it was like that long the computer, ago. The
3: computer,
2: so, the computer. Look at this guy. <laughs> I, I need so to I
4: just, I've had this conversation with people before. Like, oh, how come no one hmm. talks about it? I'm like, well, he admitted it, yeah. and yep. it was so long ago. and he's So he's almost had 10 years of, of, of negative tests. Yeah. And it looks better than ever. That's it.
3: Yeah, that's, and, and, that's what it takes sometimes.
2: And unfortunately, when TJ got popped, He didn't get popped in his fighting, you know, whoever on some prelim, you know, he got
3: popped in a championship fight for a main event. So, yeah, it's going to stick out a lot more. A main event fight that he lost in like 30 seconds. So, like, it was the perfect storm of people wanting to just pile on him. Uh, And again, I'm not not saying it's not warranted, by the way. I'm not judging people who still want to criticize TJ Dillashaw. Absolutely, I understand. Uh, Again, that's part of the intrigue, as you mentioned, way at the top of the show. Heading into this, there's just so many ways to look at it.
2: I saw um, a tweet from um, a colleague of ours, R.J. Clifford, and he kind of mm-hmm. compared the punishments you get in different leagues versus what um, T.J. got in MMA, and basically saying, you know, it was just. I mean, he understands this is this is a fight sport, so it's different. But at what point? Are, at what point are we just kicking a man while he's down? You know, where, where, you know what I mean. Like, at what point is oh, okay, you did your time. Mm-hmm. If you pass this, if you pass your next drug test, like all 11 drug tests throughout 2021, and your drug test for this fight coming Saturday, is it old news at that point? Is it, I mean, I know fighters are gonna be kind of jerks and fans are gonna be jerks, but from the media standpoint, is that just old news now?
3: Well, for Depends me, if, if you if you if you if you cheat, for me, you are essentially a cheater for for life. I mean, there are there are Aren't there circumstances of like, cheating, like like there are degrees, like, absolutely. Like, like, and like are, jaywalking and, is breaking the law, and murder is breaking the law. And there, and, and there know, are cases, and, there, and 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 I absolutely believe some cases, taint, you know, tainted supplement cases. I know it's kind of a lot of fans are skeptical. I I I and I, I'm saying don't believe every case, but if you know what goes on in the supplement business, there are definitely supplements that 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 have stuff in them that the fighters don't know about some for some of the fighters to work around whatever but i i don't have like a super hard fast rule but I, but generally in this situation especially when if someone comes forward and says yes i cheated uh i'm always going to view the, their career through that lens it happens with anderson silva too and i understand him i mean he i, I think he, took, he had a broken leg i think he wanted to recover as quickly as possible he took banned substances that he he, sh- he wasn't allowed to take and that's and that's it he he broke the rules you can say it's justified or not. You can say whether he's a cheater throughout his career or not. But these things just become just become part of someone's history. So that, that and again, that's just me. I, I, I'm not saying objectively that's how everyone should should live their life. But uh for in this case where someone admits they did it and they admit it, I'm always just kind of look at everything they do with with a little, I don't know, you know, a little bit of a one wonder, a wonder wondering if if they're they're still uh trying to beat the system, you know.
4: I just looked up Brian Ortega's uh statement and it's like mm-hmm. a- Anyone that tests positive for it and gets sure. well, a a don't take don't take them. But if you get caught, it's like <laughs> he just lays it. On, he goes, "Yeah, my coaches didn't know it. I apologize, and I'd rather lose a fair fight to an opponent than take banned substances moving forward." No. There you go. Good on you. And, and,
3: yeah, again, and and, and like I said, it happened very very low profile. First UFC fight, no one even knew who Brian Ortega was there you go that's that's so he, he got away uh the
4: profile for the picture of the article is literally him with shaved like the last time he had shaved head
3: like okay, from that point it, on he just grew it out <laughs> there you go. it's a, a totally different man it's it's in it's in the past now but yeah never gets brought up uh could this happen for tj someday again doubtful it happened while he was champion he had to relinquish a title he was coming off of a flyweight title fight um but Based on some of the sentiment I'm seeing, you kind of mentioned RJ Clifford's uh, suggestion. Casey is like, how, is there a point where you know how yeah, how, how no. where we just where we forgive and move on? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's for every every individual yeah, yeah. person to, to say.
0: What do we got, Casey?
2: Uh, okay, um, <laughs> I
0: just.
3: Oh, this <laughs> I, Look, I do I do think this needs to be answered. Connor Thompson wants <laughs> to know, Jose. This 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 man has thousands of anime behind him. Do we really trust his opinion? Jose, the floor oh. is yours.
4: I don't have any anime behind me.
3: Boom. Take that. Oh, non- tell
4: him. Tell him. Tell him the Let difference.
3: Tell him the difference, Jose.
4: This man anime doesn't know. Is an, anime is an animated show or movie. Yes. If you Come want. on,
3: Connor. Come on, I just Connor. Just don't Thompson.
4: I don't have any anime behind me. Yeah. Come I, I have a on handful Connor of Thompson. I have a bunch of manga to the, to the right of me, but behind me, there's no Japanese anything. It's all over here, to the right. But not behind me.: <laughs> you
3: suck, Connor. You suck. We live in fast, <laughs> my oh, guy. Connor, Thompson, I am sorry. <laughs> Usagi, Ojumbo,
4: uh, Usagi Ojumbo is, tech, is based in Japan, but is a English is like written for the English speakers. What a
3: schooling. What a all schooling. Right. Oof. Media on fan violence. Ah, yes, our, our old friend Scott McCrate. So great that Cruz is caught in this fight. Cruz gets the loser of this fight. Yeah, I especially if it's Dillashaw, that's it a rematch was- I I've wanted to see forever, guys. What do you think? Yeah. If TJ, if TJ loses, that's a
2: that's definitely a possibility. If Sanhagen loses, um, not what much.
4: What's do you remember? Like Casey for like two years, you've been calling for TJ. Your eye of favor is that still your fight?
2: I oh, I wanted this fight to be TJ versus Uriah but sure. um So if he
4: loses why not make it?
2: Well, that's it. if TJ lo- TJ's in that position, if he loses, there's still a, a, so many options for him because he's such mm-hmm. a a name and a kind of a villain in the sport, so it's it's an easy sell. People want to see him lose mm-hmm. now or see him win or whatever. So uh yeah, if you're if TJ looks horrible, then Yeah, every single bantamweight will be coming out of retirement (laughs) to try to fight TJ. (laughs) So uh, yeah, if TJ if TJ loses and looks bad too, not just there's no there's good losses and bad losses, you know. So we'll see. Uh, Yeah, I I would like your your eyes still in the gym. Your eyes still in the gym. So I would still like to see that fight. Wait, that never fight fight that never happened. Yeah.
3: Is Cruz, I see a commenter M- MMA dog, I see MMA dog in the comments saying, uh, he says DC and Felder are calling the fight. Is Cruz just on the desk? Is he doing the desk or is he going to call? No, the I call? think,
4: I think he's calling from what I, from dog what dog I've dog. read. I remember reading it like, I'm going to Cruz to call TJ's return or something like that.
2: I like that. I mean, I hope, I hope it's Dom. I hope it's Dom.
4: I hope uh, it's Dom in general.
3: Yeah. Uh- I I I I uh, don't always love. Uh, yeah, I believe he is supposed to be calling the fight. I don't always love uh, how biased Dominic Cruz can be, but this is one situation where I want him to be as biased as possible. <laughs> I want to know everything that he's thinking while he's watching this fight. Give me, give me that. Uh, MMA <laughs> doctor, M- Uri-
4: doctor. Sorry Cruz. Uriah Favor has been tested three it. times in USADA in mm-hmm. 2021, so he's still in the USADA pool too. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah, he said he said he's just waiting for the right fight. Joseph, another old friend of ours. Joseph Boza. Did this card suffer from a lack of big names outside of TJ's return oh. after 30 months? No, exactly. This card suffers from nothing. No, this card suffers from nothing. To... What is it? no This, this is, card
2: a, is, this is a fight night card. This card yeah. is for, outside the main event, maybe co-main. Don't expect big names on these cards, but expect good fighters who are on their way to becoming big names. And that's what fight night cards are. So... uh
4: in 2008 and 2019, if I told you that Corey Sanhagen and TJ Lushaw are fighting in the main event, you would probably assume that there's a high chance that this it's a pay-per-view for a title. Yeah. This fight card, this main event is incredible, and the rest of the card is exactly what it should be. Yeah. Fantastic. You're going to tune in for the main event, and you're going to catch a lot of up-and-coming people that you should remember.
3: Which is how yeah, finance I, should be laid out, yeah.
4: I like, I like,
3: if, like, like Casey said, these could be future big names. Kyler Phillips, um, Miranda Maverick. If the main event, Carver, yeah. the main event was on a paper,
4: if the main event was just on a pay per view card but not the main event, I would demand this would be one of those five
3: round non title fights that yeah. they're yes. doing now. Yes. Oh, yeah. This Give fight was three rounds.
2: Yeah. We would be, we would
3: be looking at this going like, oh, no. stupid. Yeah, we, we, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Joseph Bowes, your question got the guys all worked up. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, right. Big
4: <laughs> names is also just, it's also big names is a subjective term. Like yeah. to me, Kyle Phillips is a big name in the Arizona scene, but like, so like, it's like Randy Cost is a big name in the, the Northeast scene. So it's, yeah. it just depends it's on how we like, like, all, all geographical.
3: It's not like a, a Ryan Hall. That's a big name to everybody. You know what I mean? It's There's there's different kinds of big names. Uh, what is next for... I like we've mentioned Ryan Hall twice on this episode. It's good. That's good. <laughs> I like <that. laughs> I, I, just, I just wish he'd fought recently. Uh, what was the uh, what's the next question? Okay, let's get a couple more in here. Yeah, we got some more. Antoine Antoine Willis. I hope I pronounced that right. Would you guys say the main event is basically an interim title fight? Jose already shaking his head. There's so many prospect matchups that could make this... And there's so many prospect matchups that this that could make this a pay per view card. I believe Antoine is saying. So, uh,
2: actually, imagine if they did him. throw
3: an interim title fight on this. No, imagine, like, a couple no. weeks ago. Well, why no. not? Though? It should be
2: Jan <laughs> because I think it would need to be Jan. Jan has else. to be
4: involved if it's yeah, an interim okay. title fight. Jan has to be involved. I have. We said this on, <laughs> on the A side. Yeah, I would have no problem, especially if Alzerman, because you can't mess around with neck injuries like Alzerman. Say, I know he said he wants to fight on the MSG card, but if he's not cleared, yeah. I have no problem if the main event winner fights Jan for an interim title, just so Alderman can heal up. I have no problem with that.
3: Exactly what Jose said. Exactly what Jose. Okay. Said. I don't, you know I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't even. Tell, tell some me. someone in the comments. Uh, sneakers da two one nine says Kyler Phillips' mom doesn't even know his name. So I guess we're trying to run down that. I I don't understand people <sighs> taking. Like You know why
4: he said that? Do you know why he said that? Because he wanted you to read it out loud. That is why that individual said
3: it. It worked. Congratulations. I don't understand fans who take pride, or maybe that's the wrong word for it, but are are so open about, like, I don't know who these people are. I'm like, buddy, I'm just going to say it. That says more about you as an MMA fan than it does about the fighters. I'm sorry. And maybe it also says something about the UFC's promotion abilities, but these are future, again, like I said, these are future names that you want to keep an eye on. Don't be that guy who like. T- you also, you know, I don't think every. Yeah. I know.
4: I know a lot of people in general just like to. If if they don't know something, they immediately blame the UFC for everything. If you don't know him, you don't. You just haven't watched him fight. Now you can learn who he yes. is. Like that's just how it is. Don't yep. don't don't use the UFC not promoting someone as an excuse sure. not
3: to know a top sure. fifteen fighter. Yeah. If you watched. If you watch Kyler Phillips' first two UFC fights and you're like, oh, I don't know who Kyler Phillips is, then you're just an idiot. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, no, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, may, maybe yeah. you don't quite rem I should Maybe you don't quite remember the name, but this is a guy, if you had seen him fight before, you're like, holy crap, this guy yeah. is and, a and you are correct. A, you are a, correct. A uh,
2: we watch a lot of fights, and honestly, I I've seen like I can name a few fighters on this card, whatever. But you know, I've go, I go, I've never seen a, who's fighting? I go, I never heard of him. Then I realized, wait, I've seen three of his fights. Right. Yeah, I remember right. Kyler Phillips. Fight. I remember his look. I remember the way he talks. He's he's got that it back he, he moves in the needle. He just has he to now should win have,
4: He should have he won, he fought on the contender series and should have gotten a contract. He wanted 40 seconds, if I remember correctly. And what, he didn't did get he, a contract. Like what what season? He was here? it
2: was it like the early seasons when no. actually it was the later no. seasons when all season you had to four. do Season
4: four. Wow. Season four. Yeah. He Maybe. won. He was undefeated in, one of, in like... Violent. It was like elbows. And like punches and elbows and he won. And then... Now, to be fair, he did lose a split decision in his first regional fight after that. But then got a head kick knockout in the card I watched in Phoenix, the LFA card. And then got immediately got thrown to the UFC and hasn't lost since.
2: I bet he got a better contract. By not signing contender series, but <laughs> that current. card,
4: that card, uh, that LFA card I went to had, I think, a UFC fighter in every fight on the main card. I like current. Uh,
3: sorry, just a few more comments here. Dalton S saying this is <laughs> this is such a perspective of people who are not watching these fights on European time till 6 a.m. Dalton S, I feel for you, That's but true. this is yeah, one that's a fair that's point. A point but i would say i would say for next week if you hear us like talking up next week's card then you're definitely like okay well this yeah. is because you guys have the luxury of watching it at a reasonable time that is absolutely correct uh dalton s i sympathize but this is one worth staying up for slash getting up early for i don't know how you guys do it over there uh david Sandine also says kyler phillips is mixed partial farts which i think is a compliment now that's i'm compliment, not sure yeah and uh, Azan Zaman on that saying this is a showcase fight for Kyler Phillips. It probably is. He was originally supposed to again, he was originally supposed to fight Rafael Essençao, which would have been a much more Ah, Okay, so jump I just wanna yeah,
4: I wanna add one thing because I looked up because I wanted to see who got the contracts during that fight card that he didn't. Uh Julian Marquez, who is very popular, uh Brandon yes. Davis won. And then Kyler Phillips, I think, was only three and zero or two and zero or something like that, and so he didn't get a contract, but he got put into the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, so he still took oh, that path. Yeah. He
3: was, and he lost to yeah. um, what's his name, the Canadian guy, one of my or, I'm, I'm Canadian boys. What's his name? Help me. The the the, K- the Clark Katona. 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 Yeah, he lost to Yeah, who won the series? Who the won the UFC, series? You see, Katona, Canadian, the first Canadian to win a non like all Canadian. Yeah slash all your Australian people. I system.
2: was a Katona fan. He was such a proud nerd.
3: He's and great. You, and he, he got He'll rid back. of him after
2: one loss or whatever. Uh, no, so he, I, it was not
4: one loss. Well, it was, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah.
2: he was still good. He, he, he was UFC level. He, lost, he level, lost, but we're not good. Yeah, he,
4: he, really lost, good. he lost, he lost two fights in, right? in a row. And I don't think won Murab. a single second of either fight. And yeah, but again, like it, it was to Marab and Hunter Azure. Yeah. Who are very, yeah, good fighters.
3: Yeah. He'll be back.
2: He'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, but yeah, but obviously, but going back to is the UFC promoting Kyler Phillips, they moved him to the co-main event on a very good fight night card. They could have moved a lot of fights to that co-main event. They yeah. chose Kyler Phillips. So even well, though initially again, they weren't, the, the promotional machine wasn't maybe behind them, there's a little bit of, the UFC definitely sees something in Kyler Phillips. That's why he's this high on the card. Someone,
4: so. someone tweeted and I... I just want to. Bring, I can't. I apologize if I can't remember who saw it, but like if you see Kyler Phillips fight, he has like the cornrows and the beard, and someone goes, the only reason Kyler Phillips is in the co-main event is in case a casual fan goes, oh, Jorge Masvidal is fighting, and then they just keep watching.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> they,
4: they mistake oh. Kyler Phillips for Hori Masvidal, oh. so <laughs> virtually, virtually which, is, which is obviously not true, but it is absolutely hilarious.
3: Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Casey, I think what you're saying really more speaks to just the, the one thing we'll never question about the UFC. I know we criticize the UFC and Dana White all the time is their level of t- talent acquisition is crazy. I mean, they can, like you said, they've just kind of now fallen bass backwards into a, I think is a high quality phantom weight main event but that wasn't the original plan they had another good i'm not blaming them they had another good main event set another good phantom weight fight yeah. yeah so i'm not blaming them for that but uh yeah there's just so much talent in the ufc again we can criticize all we want you're gonna get like th- three out of four quality cards every month if not four plus everything else that's going like we said bell tour next week but we'll talk about that uh more about that next week let's go with this last question uh mma dog who's been with us from the beginning of this show has been watching this whole time <sighs> and providing lots of great comments thank you mma dog um and what a cute dog in the picture what is the talk of barber being cut if she loses uh okay i don't know if i heard that she's young and exciting people like to love her or hate her why would the ufc gift her to bellator where barber would be a top five well let me first say i don't know if she would i don't bellator's uh flyweight division is good so every, every, i kind of made sense to the very last line but yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so i'll start from the from the back i'll just say because i don't know if you guys need to address this but beltor's flyweight division is really good I, I do not think she's automatically a top five uh flyweight she might not be in the top 10 it's a very strong division Yeah, that's um, but go on. yeah but uh i don't know is there uh, jose again usually you know me i i don't actually watch mma uh, I don't mm-hmm. actually watch interviews. Has there been, mm-hmm. I don't listen to, I don't, I definitely don't listen to people talk about MMA, which is like, why would anybody do that? Uh, mm-hmm. So what is, have you heard this, that she might get cut? It should be three, this would be three straight guys. Uh, be three straight. Yeah. She's on her first losing streak. Three straight. If she loses, do you- yeah, I
4: just, I just think people are going off of history. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. you lose three in a row. It's not good right. for your career, but like, Oh, and I think she would be top 10 right away. A, a, in Bellator, I think, especially a flyweight, like I think she's the better fighter than Valerie Lareda, who is in the top ten.
2: Oh, uh, is Anne she? And <laughs> Hannah, <Anne> Hannah <laughs> Guy, like both
4: of those, <laughs> and nothing against those women. I think they're incredibly high level martial yeah, yeah. artists. I they're just think very Macy young Barber's, career, yeah. they're just very young. Like the like, yeah, D- Diana asked, I can't pronounce her last name. She's just four and zero, oh. and then after that, like Alejandra Lara and and Vita are like nine and four, six and four. So like Macy could be top five just by default. Like, would she be Alima Le, Liz Carmouche, or Juliana? No no no, no, no. 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 But like by default, she might be top five. And she hits really hard for flyaway. So I but she's not going to get cut. Uh because no, no. she lost to Roxanne Mattafari, who has does does I was trying to figure this out. Does Roxanne Modafari have the most fights in the history of women's MMA? <sighs> she's way so up there. If not, this top.
3: came up this came up recently, either oh gosh and 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 she made a comment like that's she said if you count her something like her ultimate fighter fights and if you count yeah her, i'm counting all
4: like how many fights do you think her, she her? has where it wasn't like considered professional because like they yeah, exactly. like, women's MMA yeah. was treated so differently like she has fought in every like promotion and ever and like she's she's fought everybody so uh yeah she blew her knee out but i still would have favored roxanne in that fight in general and then uh Alexa Grosso is an incredibly high level fighter too. Like, she was, like, she just can't make one of 15, but she was on the fast track to fight for one the strawweight title before, like, weight issues kind of derailed that. And then that fight was awesome against Alexa Grosso. Like, Macy Barber, like, stunned Grosso a lot. She just got boxed up by a better striker. So, if you lose to Miranda Maverick, who Casey and Alex and everyone kind of agrees is a future contender, that's three, like, you're losing. Like, is Dominic, should Dominic Reyes get cut? No, he's lost to like the champ, the former champ and who many people yeah. consider to be the, the next number one contender.
2: I, I, I know there are two, two, there's a lot of two different people, but like I, I compare Barber to Jeremy Stevens in a bit because people are like, oh, Jeremy Stevens needs to be cut. It's like I was like, well, yeah, if you just go strict, strictly losses, yes. You know, if Barbara loses three in a row, especially bad, yeah, there's, she could be, you can be cut off one loss in the UFC, but level of competition is all that freaking matters in this sport. And just like Jose said, she she lost, she's, until Barbara loses to, I don't know who, whoever you think is the worst UFC yeah. flyweight, if she gets smoked by whoever you think that person is, then maybe we can talk. But Miranda Maverick clearly is not the worst flyweight. She's probably no. the best. It's just, she just needs a, oh, uh, A fight to prove it and that's why i think we're gonna see saturday but she she ain't gonna get cut if she loses and but when i talk Uh, about jeremy stevens jeremy stevens even though he's lost like six in a row or something like that he's losing to just top tier fighters until he loses to
3: schlubs at the very bottom end of the rankings then we can talk so let me uh, uh let me go back to the point about modifier having the most fights so our our pal drake riggs Tweeted uh, a few weeks ago, he said, "With the with the booking of Roxanne Matafari and Tatiana Suarez, September twenty fifth, UFC two sixty six, uh, Roxanne ties the current record for most MMA fights for a woman in MMA history. Wow. she so join the likes of Satoki Shinashi and Masako Yoshida." Uh, there at, you go. For, at Age forty four, and then and then, uh, uh, Modifier so responded clearly saying, the most. the, of she the she most. Respo- she responded. She responded saying, "Thank you for realizing that." And if you count Ultimate Fighter fights, I've already, I've already won. Yeah. I already. And
4: regardless, but, like she has the most for a Westerner, like mm-hmm, easy, yeah. like yeah. by yeah. a like like a by a lot. Like how many fights did she have before Macy Barber even had a pro fight? I was going to say, was born. A ton. Uh, yeah, I was going
3: to say, <laughs> before she was born. Uh, yeah, no, because again, yeah, she's 44. So uh, it's very possible she was definitely doing martial arts. Roxanne
4: Mottafari has more wins than Macy Barber has years on this earth. Yes, this is correct. <laughs> yeah. She has 25 uh, wins, and Macy Barber is 23.
3: And I'm glad what you guys were saying about records in regards to Roxanne Batafari and Jeremy Stevens because just before we close out here, I'm going to plug, I, I have an, art, an interview with the GOAT, Artem Lobov, which is probably going to go up in about, uh, I mean, I guess by the time, well, about an hour after this and by the time we have a post for this ready on the site uh, where he talks about the very, pa- and he, he's talked about this before, very passionate about how his record, which is below 500 MMA, he's like, does not reflect how good a fighter I am. He's like, from day one, all I want to do is fight the best guys. I never ducked anybody. So he just, he's like, I hope. someday he says he never
4: ducked anybody yeah
3: he says i hope fans are are educated about this and look past records padded records guys like 18 and 1 20 and 1 having fought nobody so anyway look for that interview on mba.com i I I I miss artem
2: Lobov. i want him MMA back he's back back, saturday
3: Saturday, Saturday,
1: and and the help the help
3: the 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 bell of hay right
1: he's fighting that league
3: right no 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 he'll be surrounded by sandbags okay sandbags yeah let me just tell you, bare knuckle, uh, uh, Mah- this is Mahatch FC, bare knuckle fighting, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time uh, to- on Saturday, Fight TV, you can find it. I think it's only nine ninety nine, and 99 uh, and that might be Canadian, so it'd be even cheaper. Uh, so, uh, not- so dollars 99 Canadian, and uh, he's in the main event. I can say silver, <laughs> okay, Olympic silver medalist in boxing, Dennis who uh, who is yeah. 50 to no special. So, this is a real fight, and yes, they will be surrounded by Artem sand, says sand, no, like- Artem
4: will never say, turn down a fight. I <laughs> remember wanted- he... Our own PC, our former colleague, PC Carroll, uh, would say right. like the, like, cause he kept trying to get in the UFC and Sean Shelby would be like, oh, just win, like win two more then two in a row. And then he just booked two fights in two weeks <laughs> just because he wanted to plow through them. And he would like uh,
3: fly to countries without coaches just to fight people. He's a, so he's that cool dude's player. about that life. Yeah, and uh, Casey, they will not be wearing jeans. I don't know if you've seen them. I was, about C. To say, also, I was like, That's no, no, no. To, I, you don't get paid unless you're fighting jeans. I literally asked him, "Will you be fighting jeans?" He says they'll probably be wearing more traditional shorts or boxing shorts. So, there will be no so jeans, jeans shorts. You're there. saying he, he says he's going to use. It. He says the sandbags he's going to use in the fight too. Not like hit him with it, but like it'll corner him and like. I don't know, strangle him over. The, I'm not sure. I don't know how the league works. But uh, Roberto Bariantos in the comments says, Artem the GOAT needs to fight MMA again. He's not. He told me he's not ruled it out. He says that's still his number one, still his number one passion. He loves Bare Knuckle. Mm-hmm. He thinks Bare Knuckle is the future of combat sports, but he loves MMA. So fingers crossed. He was supposed to fight in MMA last December. Uh, COVID uh, had caught that, uh, canceled that fight in, in Paris. So uh, I think we will see him fight again. But Casey, I think we've gone... Quite a long time. Wait, talking wait about, what wait, Again, real quick real quick, yeah, real quick, real quick, Send us. Yeah, so let the listeners send us home. Who's who? Jed? Who? Don't
2: know. I literally know who, who Jed is. I think it's the time. Well, that's all
3: the, that's all the time we have here, folks. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I do not know who Scott McCready is talking about. <laughs> I'm sure he's a very nice man, or actually probably not based on his name. But... Uh, Thank you for joining us on the preview show today. Mike Heck, I assume, will be back next week. He is covering BKFC, by the way, guys. Yeah, tonight. He might, he might be live back live for, for the post-show tomorrow. Yeah. He'll be back. And will he be on the pre... Can, can I tell people he'll be on the pre-fight, Jose? Or is that No,
4: because a- that's still up in the air, so I don't want to okay. give people their hopes up. So TBD, okay. will, but not looking likely.
3: Okay. I will probably be there. Jose, will you be there? If you ask nicely. Okay. Casey, I assume you will be there. Either way, someone will be here to answer your pre-fight questions. Three <laughs> thirty p.m. Eastern Time, 1230 Pacific Time. Uh, preliminaries are scheduled to start at 4 p.m. E.T., fingers crossed. Main card is 7 p.m. E.T. for UFC Vegas 32. Be there. We're going to be there, guys. Thank you. Britton Hart versus Ginny
2: Savage. Fight of the Night. A
3: feeling. A feeling married a, feeling. a human man. A human man married a feeling this week.
2: Happy birthday, AK.